Hi, folks. Welcome to episode eight of Press Box Talks with your host, the personality and the specimen. Today on today's show, we are going to be discussing uh, NCAA March Madness, uh, semifinals and finals. And then we're going to go into NBA news. So to start it off, specimen, how did you feel about the semifinal games? I know my pick with uh, Houston was way off. Uh, they didn't show up to play in the first half. Uh, I picked Baylor Gonzaga, but I took the easy way out. Remember, so I I was yeah. I was more shocked at the final. So the semis, I was more I was also shocked about how UCLA gave them that close of a run. And I know you were too. Like UCLA probably should have won that game. In my opinion, UCLA got robbed in that game. Uh, Smugs he uh, he blocked Riley, and that's uh, UCLA's big man. He's left handed big man. Uh, I think there was like one and a half minutes left at that point, and he went up with his right hand, and it was he's left out of player, mind you. So it was Smug's dominant hand, and it was literally he palmed the back of his hand, like in slow mo replay. Like in, I feel like NCAA needs the coaches replay so bad because yes, referees are people, folks, but at the end of the day, they are calling games that matter. And when a game matters, you should be, it should be in your best interest of a league to make sure the coaches have the last say to make sure you don't get games wrong. Because you should have a complete upset in UCLA, um, in my opinion, in the final, like in the finals against uh, Baylor. And then I think you would have seen UCLA win it, actually. Because the way UCLA slowed the tempo, they exposed them. They literally gave Baylor the blueprint to win the championship. They slowed it down. They didn't let Zaga run the ball down their throat like they're accustomed to. And they their defense was on point. They contested everything. And when you're able to slow down every possession, all you have to do is go basket for basket, folks. So you're really slowing down. Like, And that's what Zaga would do is, They'd get the ball, fast all it to the side, and just run it down your goddamn throat all game until, before you know it, you can't score, stop everything. And then they have, like, a 15-point lead on you. That's how they were be able to get up on the leads. Well, like, and then, again, like, with, I think it was, like, 0.7 seconds left of the game, offensive foul? Like, come on, ref. Like, like this is a Cinderella story. And then he, even in um, – Playoffs, they screwed them. So, to me, it was just – it was a bad, bad, bad experience as a watcher watching these refs just steal it from these kids. Yeah, no, that, that's kind of the gist of what I thought, too. And at the beginning of that final, too, Zaga, their player, their – forget his name, got two fouls right at the beginning. So, that was – kind of set the tone for them, I think, going down. Are you talking about Tibbs, their big bad? Yeah, I or think Tim so. I'm not as familiar with the names. Timmy, I think his name is. He's got like a mustache with like anywhere's the sweatband. No, no, they're oh. like one of their guards got foul. Oh, fouls at okay. the beginning. Honestly, I didn't even. Uh, I'm not gonna lie to you, you viewers out there. I watched all the previews and shit of it of the final, but uh, I didn't. I didn't watch the final of that. I was actually kind of boycotting this season. I was a little sour that my Blue Devils were in it, and then after that upset with. Uh, UCLA, I just, uh, I didn't, I didn't want to watch any more madness. That was it, hey. That was that. That, that was where the cookie crumbled in my nation. 
Well, hopefully they next year get your Duke in there. Well, and I just I just wish in college sports in general, like the officiating got better. Like you know, I I still call college sports an old an old boys club just for the fact that I feel like it's it's rigged every year. It feels rigged every year. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's it's like why why does the NBA and stuff have so much more elite shit when the college level has just as much money? You know what I mean? So oh, yeah. it's like, why is there no replay in college? Like, the, there's TV uh, deals and stuff like that for college ball, especially March Madness. You can't. I mean, they're not getting paid. Yeah, no, they they always lag. It feels like sometimes, like college football, there's been. Um, sometimes they like actually bring in some new things, that, but like, yeah, it seems like basketball lags behind. I agree, and it's just it's frustrating. So, oh. But congrats to Baylor, nonetheless. Like they oh, put yeah. on a performance, and they took something away from Gonzaga, which I feel like isn't being talked about very much. Is Gonzaga was undefeated, folks? They they beat them in the game that matters. I don't, uh, who was this in the NFL? This happened to? Didn't this happen to uh, the Patriots? Yeah, they went undefeated except for one game. Yeah, with Randy Moss, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. you betcha. I was lost like, to the Giants. That's right, Eli. Eli stuffed them, so it's the same thing. Oh, David Goliath. Sorry, all year you get away with some shit, right? So, exactly. Then, like the fact that you're losing the game that matters, and people are saying, "Hey, let's put him down as one of the greatest ever play." How can you do that when you lose the biggest game that matters all season? It doesn't really matter what games you win all year as long as you win the final dance, folks. And when you win that, you're a champion. So nobody can say shit. So, to be the best, I feel like you truly have to be the best. Yeah, so. I agree. I completely agree with that. I think that's the only way. You got to win, win it when it counts in the playoffs. Because really, like, yeah, you're second place. Like, next man up. Yeah, okay, you finished second. But at the end of the day, you were second. Like, you weren't the best. So, how, how can you – how can people even – And nobody that, remembers that. Exactly. It's like, how can people put that even in the same context? Like, oh, yeah. Like they they went undefeated all year except for the last game. Okay, yeah, that's that's pretty impressive to do, but football is more impressive in my opinion. It's a contact sport, going undefeated like yeah, all, like that way. And well, and with kinda, everything going on this year too, it was kind of different. Yeah, right? and that and that bridges into the NBA too. Like oh yeah, because I feel like. The NCAA isn't as bad as the NBA, but the NBA lately is getting so bad for flops and players bitching, looking for calls, looking at refs. If you would look back to the Jordan era of things, players got hacked. There was hard fouls. There, were, like, could you imagine the refs with the replay and stuff now that they have? How much game delay there would be going back, looking at possible flagrants, like. Oh. Oh, like the, the Detroit Chicago series, I'm pretty sure they'd be playing with like second string players three quarters of the game if they would go back and look at some of the footage. It's like, are you kidding me? Oh, it's just like, murder city, bro. It's like I don't get it. It's like why, like why are we destroying a game? Why are we tainting a game? Why are all these NBA players getting soft? And even like as a Toronto Raptor fan, looking at like some of our players that our coaches are letting this like letting slide like if i was a coach and my players are doing this it's a blemish on the game as far as i'm concerned and if i was a coach i'd be like hey boys like play through it 
don't look like little pansies on national air. Like, what the fuck? Like, why do you have Van Fleet? Every time he shoots a ball, he's, like, bitching him, complaining, looking at the ref. Or Baines, every time down low, he's sitting there. Oh, I got fouled. Or even last night I watched, uh, I taped the Denver-Brooklyn um, game from the other night, and I watched it. And Jokic, like, man, for saying he's so good, and, like, he is possible MVP down the road because he hasn't missed a game this season. But I feel like every play he's looking for a foul, like, the ref will give it to you, and as a watcher, it's just unpleasant to watch a whole bunch of men bitch about getting slapped. You know what I mean? It's like it's like watching soccer, but like <laughs> you know, it's like what the fuck? Like, how are you athletes? Especially like you got guys like LeBron James. They're saying saying they spend the most money on their bodies um, throughout a whole season. So, in any form of like athletic sports, like in males he spends the most money on his body per offseason, what they're saying. So if that's the case, how how are NFL athletes and stuff outlasting you? How in a non-contact sport are you getting carried off the court due to a leg cramp, bro? What the fuck? Like, I don't get it. Like, if your money is going towards your body that much, how are you not, like, four out there, you know? Like, I don't get it. Like, I really don't get it. I think, I think in basketball, I wonder how um, much he spends on it, LeBron. I heard it's over a million a season because Russell Wilson's a million, too. Yeah, yeah, 1.5 million, LeBron. I just looked up. And like, when you're making that kind of money and, and like you're spending that kind of money on yourself, you would think like you'd be able to last. And that kind of brings me up to like kind of. A situation I've thought about, and it kind of makes sense that um, what LA is doing. So everyone's like, "Oh, LA's got injury problems. They're tanking in um, their division. They're dropping in uh, in their status, like in the standings." So, with that being said, is it possible that okay? Remember uh, a couple of years ago there was. Um, uh, what was it? Time management on, um, or what was it? Stress management or something? Uh, fatigue management or some shit like that. Yeah, load management on Kawhi every Leonard. Night. Yeah, on Kawhi Leonard, like they're doing that for like injuries and shit like that. So, but he was getting a lot of flack for not playing and stuff, even though he was healthy, just to keep him healthy through the longevity of the season. And I don't think AD and LeBron really wanted to take that on, seeing as the amount of money they're making and they're in LA. So what's the best way to get load management with people off your ass? Just say you're injured. Do people ever question injuries in sports? No, they don't. If a player says they're injured, they're injured. They just leave it alone, right? So AD and LeBron have been, have been uh, injured. They have fallen... Um, out of the top three in the division. So they're, I think they're down like third or, or no, no, they're down fourth or fifth, I think now. And uh, so with that being said, they're fifth is, right now. Yeah. So well, they, this was recorded. This is fifth. They're fifth. So, and yeah. So with this being said, well, this is recorded. LeBron and AD aren't going to be back by the time this drops. So are they purposely plummeting in their division to get a better seed? For when, um, like, LeBron and AD come back and, like, everything's healthy. You think they're them. trying to get a lower seed? Like, yeah, like a better one. So, like, so then they can take out somebody bet, like, you know what I mean? And so instead of being, like, 
number one seed in the division and having to play like the worst team in the division, which always sets for like crazy games. Why wouldn't you take a, like a seed that's like better matched to you? You know what I mean? Like, and then they can, they have an easier run that way. And then all the, all the like good teams in the division, all the like one, two and three would have to go against like harder, like harder games, I guess they'd be closer. Cause Ellie would get a middle. That's season, an interesting right? take. So it's like I've been thinking about this for a while. It's like, and if you if you kind of look at what's going on in the West, what they they don't want to go against Denver number like first round, like which they're not gonna like. Just a sec, I gotta pull this up. See, right now this. they'd be playing Denver if it ended today. At five, it, Denver's four. If it ended, it that would be what it. Right now, but okay. I'm if they drop that it's Utah Phoenix in the Western Final, that's what I'm praying for. I need some change-up. Yeah, this is how fun would it be to see Brooklyn losing the first round to the New York Knicks? I, I don't. <laughs> that honestly, won't happen though. After watching Brooklyn play, like okay, and I know Charlotte, like Charlotte's hurt and stuff like that. Or no, yeah, Denver. You watched the Denver game. I, well, I watched I watched three games last night actually, but I watched Denver and then I also watched the Charlotte game. And like, okay, so with Denver, I'll touch on Denver or I'll touch on the Nets first, not Denver. So the Nets, I don't see anybody out of the East beating them. After watching them play uh, last night, they didn't have AD in the game. They didn't have Harding in the game, and they were up thirty points in the first half. Like these guys are fucking beast mode. Um, they don't stop now that they got Aldrich. Aldrich, I, I honestly, oh, and Blake Griffin wasn't playing in that game. Um, with and it was Aldrich's debut. Watching him just ball, like this guy's balling, like he literally just came out of college. He is so smooth in transition. It is like a match made in heaven for all you guys that like bigs out there. Watching Aldrich. Because they're always going to have um, a misadvantage. So, if, like, if you look at um, when AD is healthy, they're going to have to bring help, whoever they're playing, to guard him. Then you got Irving, Harding out on the perimeter. And then if you put Blake Griffin and um, uh, Aldrich down low, and then you still have uh, Green. So, Jeff Green, who's been a beast out on the perimeter for threes, I just – and they – they're so active. They're passing so good. Their bench players are just big rolls off the bench. They come in, big personalities. They put up points. They're having way too much fun. Um, Steve Nash really dialed that team up. He even brought in Mike D'Antoni, which was uh, his old coach in Phoenix, who he's super familiar with. And if you don't remember, folks, like Mike D'Antoni was part of the reason why the Rockets had so much success with Harden because they didn't have much team around uh, Harden. Uh, D'Antoni formulated a, a game plan to put the ball in Harden's uh, hands as much as possible and to just let him shoot. And really, he's the reason why Harden is uh, considered a superstar because before D'Antoni came along, like, yeah, Harden was good, but he was just coming off the bench and uh, he was like almost like a a six game or six man, you know, like almost how he was in Houston at the beginning of his career. So uh, I feel like D'Antoni really uh, helped 
him out with that uh, in that sense. And then uh, going to the other side, you got uh, like like the Lakers. I said they've been struggling, injury prone. Kuzma's not being he's not doing enough scoring. Uh, Sheffer or Schofer, I can't really I don't know how to say his name. Um, okay. Yeah, he's a point guard for LA. He uh, he's not he's good, but he's not like a superstar. And this is what happens, folks, when you have superstars on your team that are worth insane amounts of money when you have multiples and they both go down at the same time your team really suffers because the the salaries that you're paying those players is not distributed on the rest of your team now so with that out you're missing like you're really handicapped going forward so like that that hurts them heavy and then going to the the clippers everyone's like oh the clippers are going to do so good in the playoffs I'm actually saying the Clippers are going to be out first fucking round. Like, Paul sucks. They are the most overrated team in the West as far as I'm concerned. Like, they are garbage. Like, Chris Paul was good three, four years ago. This guy hasn't done a goddamn thing in L.A. Uh, You got... um, Chris Paul, he's gone, isn't he? Or not Chris Paul. Wow. George. Paul George. Oh, okay. I was like, yeah, wow. <laughs> Chris Paul, Paul George. I'm I'm going on a rant about Chris Paul. No, retract <laughs> that. Chris Paul is amazing and have an amazing. It's Paul George. Paul George is a bum. If you heard it here first, <laughs> like, I, and I like, if you don't believe me, watch the game from two nights ago. So you have the Clippers. Like, if it ended today versus Portland, you think uh, they're getting much- smoked? They're getting smoked against Portland. Like it's, like it's not even gonna be close. That's a hard take. There. How do you have a superstar? Okay, this is just a, a fun stat for you folks at home. How do you have a superstar that two nights ago had four air balls? Four air balls. You're in you're in the NBA, the best league there is. So if you're a basketball player, that's the only league that matters. Okay, you're shooting four air balls. Okay, so you go through like elementary school, high school college now you get to the big league and you can't hit the fucking rim sorry bud back to the g league that's that's my opinion it's like <laughs> fuck put some training wheels on this fool i remember when he was a hot commodity and yeah that's not anymore he hasn't done any that's I the know. thing he he was Brutal. even when he was in okc he was a hot commodity and to me he has done nothing but get injured in the nba nothing and then originally, what? wasn't he on, like, the Pacers or something? I think so, yeah. Yeah, I think that's where he started his career. But, like, if you look at his career, he hasn't really done anything impressive. No. There's I nothing agree. that's, I like... He's kind of overhyped. And even I couldn't with agree Kawhi- more with that. I think that I think the Clippers, when I'm looking at them, my favorite team in the West is, like, it's easy to take Utah or Phoenix. It'd be see- cool to see Portland do something. I don't see Dallas getting through at the beginning, but the Lakers, of course, are the juggernaut. It'd be cool to see them drop out real early for me. And then the East is a complete shakeup. Like you look from a few years ago, or like last year even, Boston I thought was going to be good again. Toronto, they're both out basically. I don't see them going very far. Miami's not even as good as I thought they would be. And probably Charlotte, Atlanta are the big shocks with the Knicks in there. And then you have Brooklyn, 
Philadelphia and Milwaukee have always been up there in the last few years. So it'll be cool. Atlanta would be a cool one to see go on a run. Charlotte's got the injuries. I see them falling like you had predicted about a week ago. It's an interesting little grouping kind of, I guess, in each division. I'm just going to do a quick, quick sponsor here, and then we're getting back to uh, basketball talk. So today's sponsor is Fit Code Conditioning. If you are looking to take your fitness to the next level, contact them today. They have everything you need, and their app can train you from anywhere in the world, and it goes to the equipment you have. You literally log in. You look at what you have for the day, you follow it, you track it, you put it in, and then every day it'll tell you what your best were if you've previously done some of those exercises. If you're interested, follow the link in the description, and let's take your fitness to the next level. So my next thing that I'm going to just bridge into before I let the personality kind of take over the basketball was LeBron James, he brought up, and I'm going to talk about how Space Jam 2 the big talk is that was dropped on the weekend there is, is space jam two? LeBron's already admitting basically defeat to Michael Jordan, because you look at who he's bringing in. There's all these people on the list and all Jordan needed was what's his name, Bill Murray or whatever. So what do you feel about that? I didn't even know he was bringing in guys. Like he's bringing in other players on the team. He's bringing like, uh, so if, if you watch the trailer of this thing, and I feel like the viewers needed a little break here and then we're getting back to real talk because it, it looks stupid. I'll be honest with you. This thing looked r- stupid. There's like Dame Lillard is a bad guy. They have some girl that I don't even know who the heck she is. I don't follow the women's basketball. She's in there. Anthony Davis. It's like all the bad guys, but they look CGI to crap. It just does not look like, I, I don't know. It. This looks like a failure from the get-go. And if you look at some of the people, it's like Lord of the... Like, he's bringing in the Iron Giant. And then Gandalf. <laughs> listen to this. Listen to this list. And this is where the argument is. And I'm just like, LeBron, what are you doing? So, LeBron James is bringing in the Iron Giant. King Gandalf from the Lord of the Rings. <laughs> Superman. And King Kong for his team. And then you go look at Michael Jordan's team, and it was like a bunch of Looney Tunes. Like, just, whoever wrote this thing needs to give their head a shake. Like, what? Or lay off, lay off the acid. Yeah. <laughs> like, straight <laughs> off. Can you imagine pitching this idea? So who's the wrong teammate? You know there was acid passed around. Because you're like, who do you want on his team? Some guy in the corner just fried. Oh, I'm Bigfoot. Okay, he's in. He's on the score. <laughs> who do you want? Oh, I'm Gandalf. <laughs> You want Jack off the white or Jack off the gray? <laughs> I want the gray. He's better at defense. <laughs> he can take on the big demon. Like, what the? I was so pumped. I honestly thought they were going to just rip the original. And I was like, I was cool with that. Where you have, like, the back, the old Monstar team. Their Monstars aren't even in this. If any viewer wants to see, go watch this thing. It looks like absolute shit. <laughs> and I saw the coolest idea, and I know we're talking basketball today, but somebody came up with this idea. I cannot take credit for this, but I was like, that's the way it should be. Is Disney should have contacted Tom Brady 
and he they should have done the original movie with football and him losing like they said kind of how jordan nobody knows who brady is he's lost all his rings and all his accolades and he has to earn them back with the tune squad i would have been cool with that instead we got lebron james got He's got Bigfoot on his team or Iron Giant. Sorry. <laughs> the starting five for your tune squad. Iron Giant. King Gandalf. <laughs> like, what King the fu- Kong and LeBron. Like, what is this? So, uh, so who's playing post? King Kong? <laughs> <laughs> and Gandalf's your point guard. <laughs> Holy fuck! Jesus. Like Disney's on some drugs here. Like, like I, I don't know what's going on, but like I, I, I just don't know what's going on in this world anymore with that type of shit going on. And LeBron, like you said, it's interesting because I feel like how you were talking about the Lakers. This kind of goes into it. Is didn't Jordan make that movie when he was like in a break, like when he had retired from the NBA? Um. No, well, actually, I think now that you mention it, wasn't he in the break? Like, because didn't they touch on it in the in the, the movie. movie slightly with him playing baseball? Yeah, I and think that's coming, what it was. And then that, it was almost like the bridge. Ba- it was like Disney's way of cashing in on like Jordan coming back to the league and the playlist. That mm. soundtrack. Fire. Oh my god! And like, yeah, you could say what you I want about. I believe R- I can fly. Yeah, you can say what you want about R. Kelly. Like, I, I don't care. I grew up on that song, and when that song came out, we didn't know shit about nothing. So you're not oh, his, that song this, on me. He's that just song. a shitty human being with an unreal soundtrack. Like music wise, Ex- exactly. everything the guy did was good in music. In life, everything he did was bad, basically. But. Yeah, yeah, I watched that uh, documentary. It was hard. It was hard oh, to get it was, through. It was a tough watch. So what do you got yeah. to wrap up basketball? Any so, yeah. So in the East, basically. Um, okay, so Miami, or sorry, blah, blah, blah. Philadelphia, they're sitting number one. Um, yeah, they might finish number one, but honestly, uh, the true juggernaut of the East is uh, Brooklyn. Then uh, and then... Milwaukee's kind of like a one-trick pony. Like, if you remember uh, two two years ago in particular, two, three years ago, uh, Giannis would just run the ball down the floor at will, but he was so tall and long, and the first player that was really coming um, to the NBA and doing this at will from Europe. Um, so now I feel like, especially in the playoffs, that style didn't really work. He was getting shut down the regular season. It's a long uh, season. So I feel like it, it works a lot. Like a lot of people don't play full, like hardcore defense. It's just a different game, regular season than playoffs. So in the regular season, his style of game worked. Playoffs, it uh, it got exposed and it was easily shut down because he's not really a team player. He likes to just run it down your throat. Um, Atlanta's good, but I don't see them making a major push in the playoffs. They're just there. Uh, Charlotte's a good one to touch on because it's, um, from what I've seen with them playing, um, as long as LaMelo Ball is out, I think they are going to continue to plummet because he is really the catalyst of that team. He's a game changer. He, yeah, and like he's he's young, folks, yes, but he just puts the ball in the right people's hands. And guys that um, normally wouldn't be making noise, 
he he makes them real noisy just because he's good at like finding a way to spark certain players each and every night. He's just uh he's he's a real glue to that team. So who's so, your underdog of the top? So right now you have Brooklyn as your pick. That would be my pick in the East. Now yeah. of the teams below, so you can't take Philly, Brooklyn, or Milwaukee. Of the other, you can pick anybody from about four to ten. So of Atlanta, Charlotte, Miami, New York Knicks, Boston, Indiana, and Chicago. And I'll even let you pick the Raptors. So at eleven, what team would you say right now what? for viewers to watch? We so, pick one. I'll pick one too. To watch, um... can they make it? Do you think like last year? Miami was five. They made it to what the Eastern Final. Yeah, I don't see Miami doing that. Um, a team to watch and make a, a strong playoff push. Yeah, uh, would be New York Knicks. So you think the Knicks? There, that would be your pick. See, and for me, Julius Randle is too fucking insane. I could see the Knicks, especially if they could hopscotch and not have to play Brooklyn in the first round. My pick's Miami. If Miami can play Milwaukee in the first round, look for an upset even. Yeah, yeah, because I feel like no, our Miami uh, matches up good against Milwaukee. And Boston, in the West, I, I feel I'm, like I'm, you and I are on the same page. Like Utah, Phoenix are the juggernauts. And I think the uh, team to, that'll be out will be the Clippers. I think the Clippers will be gone in the first round. I'm picking probably Portland because I'm not counting the Lakers as an underdog, being that they're sandbagging a bit. I yeah. probably have the bottom teams there be taking Portland other or do you see like Dallas or Memphis doing anything um actually I see I actually I really feel like the Pelicans can make the playoffs I would actually really like to see the Pelicans make the playoffs they're sitting in 11th right now and Zion's Um, back yeah and Golden State they're injury prone I watched uh, the Raptors play them the other night and literally eat them alive like they were dog shit. And uh, that's another thing. Like, Draymond Green, sprained finger, okay? Uh, he was uh, practicing before the game. This is two nights ago, folks. So, when this, it'll be like a week ago. So, um, yeah, he was practicing the game, sprained finger, and then moments before the game, he's like, yeah, can't play, I got a sprained finger. You have two fucking all-stars for your team sitting on the bench, your team literally has nothing, nothing on the court. Why not go out there and just show your team that you're a leader and you're willing to give it all instead of, I got a fucking sprained finger, I'm going to sit this one out. You're a fucking millionaire. You're getting paid to play a sport. Put your finger on the line for a game. Come on. Like, it just really pisses me off. Oh, yeah. But, like, uh, I honestly, okay, Phoenix is ranked high. I don't see them finishing, uh, like, I, I see them getting upset in the second round. Uh, I see Utah advancing second round. Denver, it's going to, honestly, the teams I really like this year are Denver and Portland. Um, Dallas, I like Dallas, but Dallas got to figure out Porzingis because he is too hot and cold and he's too injury prone. So, but he is tall and lanky, so... It goes hand in hand with injuries, but I'm going to take, I really like Denver and Portland coming out of the West. Um, LA is going to be there just because they are LA, but, and with that fuck, actually with that uh, Drummond signing, the, uh, I see them going pretty far. So my top three in the West um, will be Denver, LA and Portland. 
sitting fourth, fifth, and sixth. That's your picks, eh? So you're going to see some upsets. You're going to see Utah, Phoenix, and the Clippers get knocked, that means. See, and I see Utah, Phoenix making it through with Portland being the upset. That's my pick. In that. So you think, but, okay, so you think. you? I think Utah beats Memphis if that's who they're playing. Yeah. Phoenix, if it ended today, they play Dallas, and then you have Denver versus So you think Lakers. Phoenix beats Dallas? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Okay. I do. I think they're one of the oddest teams last 10 when this was recorded 9-1. and one. I, I see them going. But you you want to close this out, buddy? You got one minute. Any of your hot takes? Give some viewers, and then we can close this one out on basketball. Um. Yeah, so I guess uh, one thing I would like to see in the basketball world, just because I'm a Raptors fan and, like, I really wish they would try to make a legitimate push for the playoffs. Um, they need help down low. Boucher, um, he's a phenomenal player. Um, he's great. He's a young young athlete. He's just really light down in the, the big position. So with having a smaller big that's really agile, why not just go out and get the complete opposite for when you need him and just a big bully of a big? Baines is not your bully. Baines is literally, he is, uh, as far as I'm concerned, the little Randall of the playground, if any of you uh, ever watched Recess. little snitch out there. He's just constantly looking for <laughs> fouls and stuff. You're a big, stop being a bitch. And uh, I would like to see the Raptors make a move on Cousins. Go, go, get, go get Boogie, you know? So uh, then you I have, heard he might be with the Clippers. So see, I, I heard that too. And I think the only reason the Clippers would do that is because uh, who was it? Was it Denver that got McGee? Yeah, it was. So yeah. if you look at what's happening in the West and even the East, um, guy or teams went around. Make a few moves for depth. Teams went around and they solidified bigs for the playoffs. And that just goes to kind of like wrap up the segment with look Milwaukee. Okay. Milwaukee had a big with Giannis Antetokounmpo. They would run it down the floor all game, but he's not really a physical down low big in the playoffs. You need somebody that's willing to go get the rebounds. That's going to get hurt and they're going to get roughed up. You need a physical specimen down below. Now Giannis is not the down below player. He likes to play perimeter and then run it in. So all of these teams, like uh, Denver went and got um, uh, McGee. Then you got um, L.A. that went and got Drummond. Then in the East, you got uh, Blake Griffin and Aldrich. So if you look at all the big teams right now, they realize that, and they're all starting to cash in on that. And if you're a Toronto fan, you just hope that uh, Toronto opens up uh, their eyes and realizes that it's Ginger Baines is not the not the solution. And I have nothing against gingers. I just don't like Aaron Baines. He's garbage. <laughs> so uh, that's all for today, folks. Thanks for tuning in to another edition of uh, Press Box Talk with your host, the personality, and the specimen. We will talk to you soon.